Hi, we're Shannon and Jerry Arner. And our dog, Betty White. Your hosts of the Arner Adventures podcast. Could we have named it something more creative? Probably. But it's the name of our blog. It's our last name. We're on an adventure. Yada, yada, yada. After running our own business, working 24-7. And don't forget a mental breakdown in between. We made a lifestyle change and decided to make the most out of life. We sold our house, most of our belongings, downsized, and moved to the coast. We live life minimally, but fully. We live each day as an adventure. This show will help you learn how to live life more fully, with more intention, by experiencing more, and with less stuff. We'll talk about our own experiences, interview others who have much to share by creating a spark in our lives. Some days we'll share real life ongoings of what we're going through and others will talk about our favorite flavor of waffle. Come join our adventure. It's It's the the Arner Adventures Adventures Podcast. Hello everyone, I'm Shannon. And I'm Jerry. Betty White is sitting pretty beside us and we are here together Coming to you from our Beaufort bungalow for episode 32 of the Arner Adventures podcast. Today's episode is one that we hope will give you some empowerment, some assertiveness, and take your health and wellness into your own hands. We'll get more into what we mean by that in just a few. But first, let's get to a review of the week. Today's review comes from Caroline Cruz. Caroline says, came for the cruise reviews, stayed for the additional content. Because of the Arner's Cruise Podcast, I booked two cruises when I was on the fence about a new cruise line. Now I know exactly why it was the best choice. Bonus, I have been inspired by the guests and the wonderful content they put into the world. It's on my podcast rotation and I am glad for it. Well, that's amazing, man. Oh my uh, gosh. Yeah, that's great. Cruises are a big investment. So, so to hear that... Um, Our podcast review episodes helped her make her cruise decisions on two cruises. Two cruises. Wowzers. (laughs) I mean. We're really, really, really happy to hear that. That's really, really cool. Thank you so much for the review, Caroline. And thanks for sticking around after you heard the cruise review. I mean, I think, you know, again, you put the information out there and you hope it's valuable to somebody. And then you hear that it is and it's. Wow. I mean, what an investment. When you take time to give us a five-star reviewer rating, it helps to present us to others who may be interested in content like ours and, of course, keeps us motivated to keep going. We really appreciate it. Well, for today's episode, we wanted to talk a little bit about advocating for yourself when it comes to health and wellness. We talk a lot about mental health on our platform and a little bit about wellness, but not a ton. We've had some discussions between us and within our family about doctor appointments, especially as our parents are getting to an age where they go for more appointments these days, and we start to worry a bit more about their health. And so the topic comes up about advocating for yourself. It does. And full transparency, uh, we both have been to a, a couple doctor's appointments recently. We have. And we have talked about this and we've talked about the healthcare system a lot and you know help we are very appreciative of all healthcare workers we know several healthcare workers um i think that they are definitely underappreciated however i think that there are so many people of all ages who just go to the doctor go with the flow, let the healthcare professional lead the appointment and they just leave. But here's the thing. 
The healthcare professional should be looked at like a teammate for your health. There's this term managed care. It doesn't mean that someone is managing your health care. It means that we are all, we are all in this together. And you, if you're not advocating for your health, I promise you, I promise you, no one else is. And so we wanted to have this podcast to sort of bring this whole wellness topic full circle and talk about health and advocating for your health a little bit. We wanted to take a pause for a second to tell you once again about how much we love Sugar Wish. If you're a regular listener, Sugar Wish isn't new to you. You already know how much we adore the fact that we count on Sugar Wish to send gifts to people. Why? Because it's easy. Yes. It's a time saver. Yes. You know the recipient is going to love it because they choose what they want. That's right. And it's not a gift that's going to take up space because it's edible. Yes. What's not to love? You forgot something. What's that? You save money because we have a code to share with our listeners. Oh my gosh, that's right. Use code Betty White. That's all caps, one word, Betty White, to save $7 off your gift to someone. We also have the link in the show notes. Yep. Whether you're gifting someone candy, snacks, tea, coffee, wine, or some dog treats to one lucky pup, that code works to save. Sugarwish always saves the day. Sure, sure. Um, and let's get to some steps to, to take when advocating for your health. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. We'll just kind of go through some steps. And um, again, this is for all ages. Um, we we have been through all of these steps. And I think a lot of things uh, we'll talk about are things that we've been through, things that we've been through with our parents, uh, talking about interviewing a new healthcare provider, switching new healthcare providers when you have to go, when you're referred to a specialist. Uh, what to do at a doctor's appointment, you know, some of the things that you want to bring up and how do you maneuver through a doctor's appointment, making sure that you advocate for yourself. So we'll just kind of, you know, dig right in and we'll we'll start from the top about finding the right doctor slash provider. And the reason I'm going to keep bringing up provider is because there are a lot of providers, uh, PAs, nurse practitioners who are wonderful health care providers that you can go see without necessarily always going to see a doctor. My provider is a nurse practitioner and I love her. Um, she is my primary care provider. So we're going to start with find the right doctor slash provider. If you're able to choose your healthcare provider, which a lot of people are, there are some people who, even if you went through healthcare.gov slash Obamacare, uh, and you have health insurance through that, you are able to choose your healthcare provider in most situations. There are some situations where if you don't have health insurance and you are going to um, the health department, maybe to get your annual physical or um, gynecological visits, you may not be able to choose your healthcare provider. But in this situation where if you are able to choose your healthcare provider, try and get personal recommendations for someone you trust. Uh, you can also read reviews on support groups if you have a specific health issue. I actually, when we first moved here to Beaufort, 
I asked people who were local, you know, who do you recommend for uh, primary care? Who do you recommend for gynecological visits? Who do you recommend for dermatology? Um, and we, we sort of were circling around with that. And then I take it a step further just because um, for those of you who don't know, I have um, background in marketing and sales in the healthcare field. And so I spent a lot of time in healthcare offices. So I know a lot about what happens behind the scenes, meaning like long lunches with pharma reps and all that stuff. So I want to know the gut feeling I get in an office. I want to, I want to go into the office, kind of see how the logistics and the mechanics of how an office works, how do the staff interact with each other. So I will all actually take a, a step further and go to the office, see how my gut feels when I visit. Yeah, that's uh that's a good way to do it. Indeed. Yeah, you should definitely ask questions. Um, you know, you want to know how long the appointments last. Um, what do you do if the appointments run late? All that kind of all that kind of thing. Uh what's your late policy? Um you know, just a variety of things, whatever's your gut, you know, whatever your, whatever you feel might be an issue, please just ask your, uh, ask your, your uh, providers. Yeah. What are your hot spots? I will tell you right now, Jerry just brought up about the late policy. Yeah. What is their late policy? But what is your late policy? What have your own late policy? Let's talk about that. We're going to dig into that a little bit more. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Here is my hot spot. And then we're going to, the rest of this is probably going to be easy breezy, but here is my hot spot. Do not keep me waiting in a waiting room. And, and, and I think it's because I have seen the behind the scenes in, in doctor's offices. I have seen, and not all of them are like this, but I have, I have been part of it. I've brought doctor's offices, lunches. I've done all that. And I see them with, patients waiting in the waiting room and I see them chatting it up and not going out and having appointments wait. And I've seen them. Um, it's not as if they now I'm not saying this about everyone, but it's not as if they're spending a ton of time with patients and then you're out there and then you're going to get a lot of time. Right. I, I bet we can all think about times that we've been with a provider and they're hurrying you know, most appointments last 10 minutes. So it, it's not like they're spending 45 minutes with you. And then all of a sudden, you know, they're late to the next appointment. So my issue when I go to a new provider is I do ask that question, how often do your appointments run late? And then what is your late policy? Not just for me, what is your late policy for when your providers run late? And they will look at you like you have three heads. Like they do not, what are you talking about? Like they don't even have a policy for it. And then I say, well, here's my policy. <laughs> my policy is if you keep me running late, first of all, I'm not going to pay a bill before I am seen, period. If they ask for my card to run run it before a doctor's appointment, no. Um, I'm sorry, that's not what we, that's not what I do. And if they're a stickler about it, that's not my office. That is not my provider office because I have been burned so many times. Let me tell you a story about a lady in California who made the news for actually going so far as to bill her physician for making her wait 45 minutes for a doctor's appointment, 
the woman who receives an hourly wage, she missed several, I guess, probably one or two hours of her job, deducted $150 from her $223 bill, doctor bill, and sent a letter back to the practice explaining why she would not pay her bill in full. So when I read that two or three years ago, I decided I was no longer going to just be at the beck and call of a provider office. So I developed my own professional fee and I decided, well, what am I worth per hour? What am I missing out on per hour that I'm sitting there? And so I just, I came up with a number and that's what I decided. So I've had this happen several times when I lived in Raleigh. Before I came up with my number, I had a stern conversation with the provider there when I was waiting forever and I let him know. And I loved this provider. Mm -hmm. We loved him. Yeah. I let him know in a very stern way that I was no longer going to be paying the bill ahead of time anymore because I was not going to be waiting in his waiting room anymore. And it stopped. It didn't happen anymore. And the next time, the next two times... <laughs> I was here in Beaufort mm -hmm. and I won't mention her name, but I was referred to a breast specialist when I had my um, breast scare last year and I was referred to her in our area. And I, the first time I was there, I waited an hour for her. And when she finally came in, it wasn't even like it was that big of a deal. I lost my crap about it and thought, okay. And then when I told a, a, a very well-respected breast imager who I love, who is now about two hours away from me, what happened when I went to have my biopsy with her, she said, oh, well, you know, she's a great, a great breast specialist, you know, give her a second chance. Okay, fine. I gave her a second chance. Well, what do you think happened the second time? Another hour is what I'm guessing. You know, it was another hour. Yeah, it was yeah. another hour. Mm -hmm. So I told them they were going to be getting my bill and then I would never be going to them again. So now I drive two hours to the other breast specialist and they still cannot believe it. They still call me and cannot believe that I don't go back to them. And I said, you're not going to, I would rather drive two hours and not wait than sit here in town and wait in your office. It's disrespectful. If you're that busy, hire somebody else. Right. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. So let's get back to the situation. Well, I wanted to circle back around on something you said too about voicing your opinions to these these people and i forget what it was specifically and you said they will look at you like you have three heads mm -hmm. what you got to understand about these people is they are trying to sell in a lot of cases and they want to convince you you have three heads and you <laughs> need to have two of them surgically removed you have to watch out for this kind of maneuvering right you all jerry's probably been sitting here the whole time <laughs> waiting to use that joke I had to work up a bit. It's, okay. it's always about a bit for me. Yeah. So okay. anyway, you have a choice, patient choice always. Mm -hmm. You know, when when I used to work in marketing for um, uh, in healthcare, we used to always tell patients, you have a choice. And they were like, 
We do? Yes, you have a choice. Mm -hmm. You have a choice to where you go. You have a choice of who you see. It is always patient choice. This is, it is the one advantage of being in America is that you have a choice when it comes to providers. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'll get off that horse and we'll move on to the next topic. So get prepared, make a list of issues you want to cover at your appointment, seeing a specialist before your appointment, try to make sure they have access to your recent test results or bring a copy with you. Bring a list of medications you are on and bring the medications with you, including supplements and over-the-counter medications. They will ask you dosages. You won't know them, so have them handy. You definitely are not going to know your dosages. No. I, I mean, you're just not. <laughs> you're just not. You're not yeah. even going to know the dosages of the vitamin D that you take. Mm -hmm. So, yes, have your list with you. They're always going to ask you, and they need to know. Mm -hmm. They need to know even the supplements, what you take. Um, I think that having it in your phone, there are some pharmacies that have apps that list that, those things for you. If you keep track of those things on your phone, any way that you have it is always great. It's hot here, Jer. Oh, it's hot. All right. You got to stay hydrated. We've been traveling so much too, but it's easy to stay hydrated even when you're on the go and you don't have gallons of water by your side. It sure is with the help of liquid IV. Yep, Liquid IV is a hydration multiplier. It's a powder in a packet. You just throw a few of them in your bag and take them with you wherever you go. Yeah, yeah, it's a, and it's an electrolyte mix that you just add to your water. It delivers two to two and a half times more hydration than water alone. They have these really yummy flavors. Our summer go-tos right now are the strawberry and the pina colada. You know what I do sometimes is I throw a couple of packets of the pina colada, some ice and water in the blender, make myself a mocktail, hang out by the baby pool in the backyard. Oh man, I am good to go and hydrated. That's a good afternoon, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, getting creative. If you're someone who either has trouble getting your water in or just wants to get in the express lane with your hydration, you should definitely try Liquid IV. For our listeners, if you go to their website, liquid-iv.com, and use code ARNERADVENTURES, you can save 25% off of your order and get free shipping. We'll link it to you in the show notes, too. Liquid IV, fueling life's adventures. Yeah. The next point is, you know, ask someone to come with you. If you are someone who has white coat syndrome, you get nervous at the doctor's office, um, have some someone come with you, a friend, family member, or significant other. They can give you moral support, and but they can also vouch for your symptoms. Yeah, if you, We recently did that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know if you wanted to talk about that, but you can. Oh, that's fine. Yeah, Shannon accompanied me to a, uh, a uh, appointment, appointment with a... Um, a doctor and uh, uh, that was long overdue. And uh, it was just comforting to have uh, the moral support. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, yeah. you know, we actually came up with a list before we went in there of mm -hmm. things that you wanted to bring up. Yeah, we did. Mm -hmm. We did. And, uh, because I think, and, and me too, I don't get nervous at the doctor, at a regular doctor anyway. Yeah. Um, but I still have on my phone a list of things that I want to make sure I bring up because I'm going to forget. I forget everything anyway. Right. So I'm going to forget definitely at the doctor's office. Yeah. And I don't get nervous at regular doctor's office visits. But look, 
and I think most women would probably relate, I get worked up every year for my annual gynecological visit. So that when they take my blood pressure, they do it at the beginning of my visit. It's a little elevated. And then they take it at the end of the visit when it has calmed down. And so I tell them that if you're someone who does that, say, hey, it's a little high right now. Why don't you take it at the end of the visit? Because I don't want to have high blood pressure in my chart if it's not really high. I'm really nervous right now. Take yeah. it again at the end. Right. Advocate for yourself. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. um, I ask my parents to go with each other, you know, and often if it's serious, I go with them. You know, my mom had and I don't think she minds us talking about it. I think we've talked about it before. She had a an issue last summer where she was severely dehydrated in the summer while we were on this island here. Um, I, you know, took a boat to an island and she was dehydrated and she passed out. And so while she was doing some follow-up visits, like, you know, cardiologists and all of that stuff, she didn't know what happened. So I went with her to those visits and was able to tell those providers what happened that day because she surely could not tell them what happened. Right. So if she went to the doctor, she would just be guessing about what led up to it or whatever. So, you know, and there's also nonprofits, which will lead, you know, we'll link those in the show notes where there's volunteers who, um, you know, are associated with these nonprofits who can come with you and will accompany you to an appointment if you don't have anybody. So I thought that was really neat that there's resources that, you know, that exist. Yeah. If uh, you bring someone with you, it's helpful if you introduce that person to your healthcare provider and state that you want them to join you for the visit due to the HIPAA laws. Right. So that they'll talk in front of you. Yeah. And also I thought about this too. Don't be surprised if the provider asks them to step out for a second. I've been at appointments where not with family or anything, but when I was in a provider office where they did ask someone to step out to make sure that you're not being coerced to say anything or, oh, you know, yeah. they just ask you, Hey, are you really cool with this? Uh -huh. <laughs> and then they'll bring the person back in. Yeah. So anyway. And, uh, yeah. Well, and then uh, other advice, uh, get there early for your appointment, uh, arrive 15 minutes. They usually tell you that anyway, arrive 15 minutes before your appointment to take care of the paperwork that, uh, that they'll, they'll, dish out to you. So uh, dish <laughs> yeah. out, is that the word? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're at a new appointment, you always, you're always going to have paperwork. Yeah. Um, and then be assertive, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be assertive about being late, but clearly articulate your goals for the visit. If you give the doctor or provider the facts about your symptoms, try to get some answers. If he or she doesn't have the answers, find out what the next steps are and make sure that they're in place before you leave. I'll often say things like, you know, at the end of the visit, I'll have my phone out taking my notes and I'll say, okay, so let me make sure I have this right. The next steps are blah, blah, blah. Or, um, okay, so let me make sure I have this right. So you're making a referral for X and we're going to be getting a call from X. And then if we don't hear from them, we should do X. And then I just have everything in order. You know, last week when we went to that appointment with Jer, we walked out to the car and he was kind of telling me, oh, yeah, we need to do this. And I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, no. Let's go back in and let's go ahead and schedule that now. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we went back in and took care of it. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, we did. Well, and I tend to, uh, I tend to not really process a lot at one time and not really quite think about it right at the moment. So that was the, one of those issues. <laughs> right. We processed it out of the car and we went back in and said, yeah, that's the right thing to do for now. But uh, ask a lot of questions if you don't understand something they've said or done. And uh, if you have an idea of what's going on with your health and what is triggering your symptoms, let them know um, and ask them what, what they think. Don't Google and go in there with your Google got diagnosis, um, but ask questions that admit you have Googled and have concerns. If your doctor gives you a diagnosis, ask them, is there any chance it could be something else? This question can help remind your doctor to consider alternate diagnoses. They're people too, and often working through this. Remember, we're a team. That's right. Yeah, we are a team. We're a team. <laughs> we're a team. They are people too. And, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, they might not know what's wrong with you. They might be trying things out. They might be doing some testing and, and trying a different medication to see if this treats some symptoms or whatever. And it's okay if you research, but I'll fully put my hand up and admit that you can get in that Google rabbit hole and it's scary. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, don't do that and diagnose yourself and go in there and say, you know, well, I have a brain tumor. And they say, well, what do you mean you have a brain tumor? And you've told them you have a brain tumor. And if you say that, then say, well, you know, I Googled it. <laughs> Go ahead and admit to them that you have a brain tumor because you've Googled it. Don't let them think that someone else diagnosed you with a brain tumor. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the most important part, and we've talked about this a lot on this, is taking notes. Taking notes at your appointment is just a great way to double check that you've understood everything correctly. Is the doctor prescribing any medications? How do you take them and how often? I often will put in the in my notes and then I'll say, okay, how do you spell that? Tell me how to spell that medication. And then I will put that in there because I'm not going to just trust that I know what he or she is talking about, then get to the pharmacy and hope that they give me the right thing. I mean, what in the world? Pharmacies are also people and they make mistakes. So what if I just trust what the provider says? They list some word. I don't know what they're talking about. I get to the pharmacy. They give me some medication that may or may not be the right thing. No, that's a lot of trust. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that I want to do that. So listen, we're probably not the first to introduce you to the topic of CBD or CBD oil. If you're anything like us, it seems like every time you turn around, you're seeing a neon sign for CBD sold here at your local grocery store in a window as you're driving by, or it flashes across your screen in an online ad. Shannon's sister told us about the benefits she was having from a brand she was using, and then we started paying attention to that brand. Spoiler alert, that brand is Danodan. Full transparency, we get about two to three CBD brands reaching out to us every week. And it wasn't until we started digging into the research that we learned that CBD isn't always CBD. They're just not all the same. Danadan Hempworks makes organic hemp flower infusions. 
They're more than just CBD. Dan and Dan's range of hemp products dissolve easily into any liquid and support your routine by helping you manage daily stress, promote healthy sleep, provide caffeine-free energy, and recover from activity-related stiffness and soreness. They also have CBD hemp flower infusion specifically designed for pets, and Betty White uses it every day. She loves it. We put it on our food. And with Dan O'Dan, you'll enjoy all the benefits of legal hemp, not just one or two compounds isolated in a lab. Get 20% off right now with the code ADVENTURE at danodan.com. We'll link it for you in the show notes. That's 20% off right now with the code ADVENTURE at danodan.com. Danodan, more than just CBD. <laughs> I just, that's just a lot. Yes. I, I just need to... I just need to put this all in my hands and I need a little bit more control over it. Right. You know, you have to advocate for yourself. (laughs) Recording Um, your appointments, another option, but you know, make sure that you ask first, if you can record, you know, my phone has a, most phones have a recording app, Yeah. but just ask if you can do that first. Yeah. And uh, listen to yourself. How are you feeling after the appointment? Um, If you're feeling uneasy, after a little while, after a couple of days, get a get another opinion. Do your best and try not to be pressured into rushing into any treatment or procedure that you're not sure about. And I have an example of this. Uh, a few years ago, I I um I went to a, a doctor for a foot problem, and what was recommended was was brain surgery. And I, I said, <laughs> I said, doctor, as much as I respect you, I I think I'm going to seek a second opinion. I didn't see, I didn't see the correlation. I didn't, I didn't, that's a joke of course, but I thought it was a good example. And, um, of how you are on, you're just on. (laughs) Well, that, that is a good, that's a good example. That's a good example. Mm -hmm. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's extreme. Similar to the pharmacy thing I used. It's similar. (laughs) Yeah. But yes. Communicate, 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 listen to yourself and then communicate your concerns. You know, sometimes providers will recommend certain things that they're going to do next and they don't know the insurance and nor should they, by the way, providers shouldn't have to be experts in insurance and they don't know that whatever procedure is not covered by your insurance. And then all of a sudden you find out it's not. And then you go, some people would say, well, I guess I need to have it. Mm-hmm. I guess I need it. No, if, if you, well, I'm not going to no, I'm sorry. I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. I shouldn't say no. <laughs> um, if you have financial concerns about what is or is not covered by insurance, or if there's something that you want your provider to consider, talk to them about it. There is usually someone in the office who is an insurance person, and they are someone who can look up your coverage. They can call your insurance provider and say, okay, our provider is um, recommending this procedure. And you know, if the insurance doesn't cover it, they'll say, okay, what, what is covered? And then your provider will say, well, great. Yeah, we can do this instead. You know, there was a medication that I needed one time that was not covered. It was going to be like $700 a month or something if, yeah. if I wanted it. And, you know, I just, I called the doctor's office back. I was like, yeah, I can't take that medication. I, I mean, there's no way I'm going to pay that. 
And I thought they were just going to be like, oh, well, okay, I guess you can't take it. Well, what it was is they could they could put two other medications separately that were generic. And I ended up getting them for like $6. Oh, yeah. So, you know, uh -huh. just voice it. Yeah. Can you imagine if I had gone and paid seven hundred dollars? Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. So just no, they're like, by the way, we have this other option. Yeah, but now, they don't now that, know now that you asked. But they don't know because someone yeah. else's insurance could have covered it. Mm -hmm. So you just have to voice your concerns and voice the situation. Yeah. So before you leave, ask your provider for copies of any scans or test results. You may need to bring these to your next appointment, especially if you're going to see a specialist or getting a second opinion. You own these. A lot of folks are afraid to ask for their own results. Don't be. After your visit, go over your notes. Make sure that you're clear on any medications you need to take, whether you need to schedule your next appointment. If there's something you don't understand, call the doctor's office to follow up. And you can also ask the person you were with to talk about the visit with you. Sometimes things can be traumatic. There's, you know, been instances where I've been in shock during certain events with, you know, my mom has been with me at, at visits or appointments when, you know, Jerry's been working and we lived in Raleigh or, and I would ask her to go with me to certain things and we would leave and I'd say, okay, what did they say? <laughs> because I would be you know, in shock, or yeah. I wouldn't have even known what had happened at the visit. And I would ask her to repeat it to me because I, I just didn't even know what she said. Get follow-up dates on your calendar and follow up. It's not healthy to not follow up. So follow up. Right. Your health is wealth. So take control of it. No one else is managing it. I know we keep saying that, but they're not. There's so many things that you can do for your health to be a healthier person. But when it comes to advocating for yourself in the healthcare system, you have to do it yourself. It's just so frustrating to see so many people just fall in line with what they're told. And especially when someone says that they have no idea what appointments they have or what's going to happen at appointments, not mention any names, but this happened today to someone I was talking to. What's going to happen at your appointment? And they said, Oh, I don't know. What do you mean? You don't know. I don't understand that you're going to an appointment. And you don't know why you have the appointment. So know why you have an appointment, know what doctors you're going to see, know why you are going to see a provider. I promise you these people in these offices are not thinking about you the way that you need to think about you. Not to say that they're not caring and that they're not taking care of you while you're there. I'm not saying that. What I am saying is that they're not putting you as 100% priority all the time the way that you should be. So this is for everyone, not, not older people, not um, people who are sick. This is for everyone. So we felt that it was super important and wanted to bring this up on the podcast for that reason. Yeah. And we have a website where you can go and download some resources to help you at your next appointment. It's in the show notes, but you can also go to arneradventures.com slash advocate for yourself and download some of those resources like worksheets for your next doctor appointment, interview questions for finding a doctor and so much more. Right. And that website is arneradventures.com slash advocate dash for dash yourself. And yes, there are free downloads. 
super helpful. We've put them together because they've been resources for us and resources that we've used for family. And hopefully, you know, hopefully there'll be resources for you. And if this episode is something that you think would be helpful for someone else, please screenshot it and send them a link to it. And, you know, I hope that this has been empowering for you. Yeah. Yeah. As always, you can find us at ArnerAdventures.com on Instagram at ArnerAdventures, also linked in the show notes. So until next time, enjoy the journey that you're on. We're wishing you lots of adventures. Bye. Bye. Ha, 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 ha.